1: FM to get started. Today, we've got sustainability. We've got locally grown source dank stems and bud. We've got Stephen Lemieux. You'd better believe it. We've got integrity. But most of all, it tastes like shit. South Park starts now.
2: I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let
0: the buzz
1: <laughs> Look at the name on the show, Ryan, in the booth at South Park. Yes, we swear on There's the show. You're welcome. I am Christian Blood, joined, as always, by the lovely question mark, talented question mark. No, both of those things are true. Stessa Brock.
2: The Heidi of this panel. She's so
0: smart and
1: and funny. And so funny. It's It's hard hard to
2: be me amongst these mere mortals. The (laughs) the loveliest and talentedest
1: at the panel. None other than Stephen Lemieux. Guys, where was Rob Reiner? I needed mean, Rob Reiner this episode. We haven't My had Stephen guru. since he
2: decided to hijack the show with a Rick and Morty soundboard. Yes, oh, there, was geez.
0: A, there was. Oh, a, oh Rick man, and Morty that went, went over well. Well, yeah, I thought <laughs> that was like
2: it felt like a six-hour game show. <laughs> twenty minutes. It it was literally like twenty
1: minutes. Anyway, oh. uh, Stephen, it is an honor and a privilege to have you back here with us. Uh, I think that Steven is here to just sort of clean things up because last week we talked about it. it. was a real Heidi of an episode.
0: I was just really disappointed because, Christian, obviously you are an anti-vaxxer yourself. Your kids mm-hmm. are not vaccinated. Now why would they be? And I have chased them with syringes before. <laughs> yeah. And I can tell you that... It is not as difficult as South Park made it seem.
1: No, it's difficult, but they didn't squeal like pigs. No, no, for some they reason, reason they na- didn't rub themselves in Crisco no. either. They knew na- yeah. they neighed na- like horses and mm-hmm. they you know, they, as they had anti-vaxxer some, children yeah. do. They neighed na- like horses and were covered head to toe in Nutella. I don't understand. It's completely different. But I think that this week was a real return to form uh, here at uh, South Park. This is South Park, where we do the show from. Uh, And and as the non-regular, the the irregular on the panel, I wanted to start with you, Stephen. What did you think of this episode?
0: I thought it was really good. I thought it was kind of interesting how... On top of like something I straight up was talking about days before the episode aired, we uh, I produced Maria's show Better Together, and we have a new nose. We ha- we, pre- we pre-taped an interview with uh, Christy Funk, who's like a breast cancer sur- like the top breast cancer surgeon in the okay. United States, and she was talking about how plant-based diets are better for the environment, and how they actually help with uh, keeping tumors from growing, and she started talking about Impossible Meat and those kind of things. And my question to her was yeah, but as meat has become the industry and pumped full of chemicals to make it grow faster, as impossible meats and things like that become more and more popular, won't they just be as processed as those? And she's like, yeah, so you have to actually try and buy
1: good, healthy food. (laughs) Yeah, right, so you have to do it now. Yeah, I know that... uh, Morgan Spurlock, who people know, did Supersize Me. He had a newer documentary with. Supersize like, Me, too. Yeah, exactly. It was Supersize Me, too. And uh, one of the things that they talked about is like, you know, people get things slapped on labels like free range and organic, and they don't mean what you think they do. If you were to go and buy a chicken and it was prepared the way that you think, you know, it, it is healthy, where it's you know, actually grass-fed and it's not, you know, it's completely cruelty-free. It would cost you like $25 for a chicken. And so I think that the as the impossible market expands, there, well, I think we're going to get a lot of goo men Basically, as we saw in the episode. I'm a goo man. I'm a goo man. Uh, And what did you think of this episode as as our special goo girl?
2: (laughs) As the goo girl of the panel. I love this episode. There was so much shade thrown in every single... There was multiple things that they were discussing and breaking down, I feel like, in the episode. And... I loved it. It was South Park at its finest when they're just shitting on people.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. And I thought that, you know, I have people all the time that tell me, it's like, well, why don't you try the impossible burger? And it's like, Burger King has one. Carl's Jr. has one. And if you're in another part of the country, it's Hardee's. It's the same place. And you know, I'm just like, yeah, but I, I'm just not that interested in it. And we took it all. We brought them to our land.
0: An endless night. Ember, hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become?
2: Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2.
1: Play it now with Game Pass. Then South Park, being my spirit animal as it is, pointed out, well, this tastes like shit. I'm like, "Well, yeah, that's kind of what I expected." Yeah, but you're eating plant-based.
0: Right, but it's plant-based. No, shit.
2: how they did it cuz I've had impossible burgers and that's exactly the process of how you taste it. It first tastes like shit and yeah. then you keep eating it, and you're like, "Damn, this is exactly like a hamburger." Was
1: there weed in the one you had? No. You, or do you It's, mulch. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's weed, mulch. yeah, you're right. It's mulch. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so
2: I know that helped that, but they were trying ones before and confirmed the taste.
0: Well, it's psychologically interesting how how marketing works with these things, right? And th- this this is such a great poignant statement on the hypocrisy of these industries, because if you if you psychologically think something's better for you, you're going to convince yourself that it tastes okay enough that you're fine. With sure, it. and that's kind of what they're going with, because like if you like, I'll take it for the instance the green smoothies. Like, I'll just convince myself that they're better for me and it'll make me drink them even though they taste like garbage (laughs) to to (laughs) me. Like, I just think they taste like garbage, but it's like, okay, like, whatever, if this is going to be better for me, I'll convince myself with the Impossible Burgers. It's like, if I'm going to go to a burger joint and I'm expecting like a really nice tasty burger and it's not that tasty, I'm pissed. Right. But if I go to a burger joint and like, all right, I'll try this and see if it tastes like a burger. It immediately lowers my standards. Enough that anything that I get, I'm just going like, to That's like, that's pretty good.
1: Yeah, I like that uh, this is, of course, a free promotion. But I, I know that Burger King actually has a deal where you can get a meal where it has a, a real Whopper and an Impossible Whopper. And it's called, like, the Taste Test Bundle or whatever. And I can just imagine, like, how many bites of the plant-based one would I get before I threw it away? But then also I thought, how many bites would I get of the regular Whopper before I threw that away? So I guess it's like it really comes to... What is your standard for you know how good does it need to taste? If you're eating at Burger King, you're, you're obviously your standards aren't necessarily where they need to be.
0: Well, just thank God that you can still slap plant based on anything that you pump full of sodium. Like thank God, like
1: shitty beef, shitty beef. No, it's incredible shitty beef. Incredible shitty. Beef. Incredibly shitty. Incredibly shitty. Incredibly shitty. Incredibly Chicken. chicken. Uh, so you know, and but to your point about convincing yourself that it, you know that something tastes good because you need to, uh, my my sister has celiac disease and. Uh, like a decade ago i was exposed to gluten free cake for the first time and this isn't like you know oh, i eat gluten because i'm trying to lose weight like you know my sister gets sick if she so i had it and she's like that cake was really good and i'm just like oh she she wasn't joking is was, i i was just thinking like i i would rather eat the box of that the cake came in it was so bad
0: somebody brought vegan cookies they were like chocolate yeah. chip oatmeal cookies to the studio the other day right and, like, I I found myself doing it. I, like, tried it. I'm like, oh, this tastes like garbage. And I'm like, oh, it's vegan. So it's pretty good for vegan. Yeah. You just, yeah well, wait, exactly. this is not actually good. It's kind of gross. Have oh. you guys
2: seen the girl who tastes the kombucha? No. Have no. You haven't seen that video? Ryan, if you can show it, it's not on YouTube or anything. But she's going through oh, the process. Not it, it's
1: not on YouTube. So wait, how's he going to find it? If it's it's on YouTube? To, if, you,
2: if you look up... <laughs> Uh, kombucha girl I swear you will find it in seconds okay. I'm curious komb- what this video is she tries kombucha because it's healthy and the way that she's going through the taste is exactly how you guys are d- watch okay he'll play
1: it in a few seconds so this is the kombucha girl for those that are just yeah listening. she's trying it
2: it really smells like a public restroom <laughs> <laughs> okay this is way longer than <laughs> I thought sounds like it <laughs> smells like a public restroom
1: you have to get to the end of you be- know what Oh, go. I see. This is on TikTok.
2: No. <laughs> well. <laughs>
1: uh-uh. <laughs> so basically that's the point. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think that uh, they really hammered that home. You know, I think that uh, there was so much of that in the episode. Let's go through it a little bit. Uh, there wasn't a lot of callback to China, even though, as we will talk about in our news, uh, South Park continues to be in the news in China. Although, if you're living in China, you don't even know that South Park ever existed at this point. But uh, I mean, I, I think that it's interesting
0: because they, they have drawn a fairly subtle comparison between the U.S. and China with this episode in that, you know, what we're dealing with in China is all these the human rights issues and how they're treating their people and like how, you know, there, there's a lot of food issues in China as well. But with this, it's like, isn't america kind of doing the same to their people through the processed foods and everything like that aren't we kind of like isn't that like a human rights issue in its own right
1: absolutely and well, it's,
0: it's all about business again it's not the comparison between china and america and that it's more the comparison between like business and the need for a market share and market value because what they're showing you is that health has always been a billion dollar industry but now it's like the impossible me it's the same shit but now that's a new billion-dollar industry and you have these oil, oil drillers coming in, uh, the there-will-be-blood guy, kind of <laughs> touting the healthfulness just to make the money, even though it's the same shit. They don't actually have any vested interest in making people healthier at all.
1: Yeah, I think that uh, – it, it, it. I don't know. I guess it's one of those things when you're here in the United States, you're like, well, you know, we do a, a lot of things uh, that, are, that are better but how you know then there, there are plenty of things that different you can point kinds to. of rights issues obviously but they did
2: they did draw a direct line to china in this episode though because cartman when he's talking about the the quote where he says yes we do have freedom of speech but at times there are ramifications oh. for the negatives that can happen when you are not thinking about others and only thinking about yourself so that's a direct quote from lebron james yeah. who was talking about the <laughs> nba and the houston rockets uh, gm i it believe was the gm yeah, yeah uh so and he's gotten a lot of flack for saying that because it was well, so self-centered well that's it.
1: the thing because if you're you know I think that the jam of the Houston Rockets if you're being reprimanded for hey don't comment on politics you're you you, you, you know you run a basketball team but instead what he's being chastised for is how dare you come out in favor of democracy where do you think this is and, I mean, that's really what it comes down to. And, and, by the way, before the show, Steph and I were talking about what, that we expect to be on some list in China. You know, I went to I China think we're five years ago. I'm glad I got my trip to China in because I feel like just talking about this... I, have, just- I haven't had my trip to China. In, well, I don't so think that's, we're going to get it. But that's why Stephen is here to be so pro-Chinese. Yeah. He's here to be the voice of reason. Exactly. Yeah, you know, and just because Steph wants to go to Hong Kong Disneyland. Mm-hmm. You know? uh, so let's talk about uh, the... You know, just sort of this introduction of the uh, the idea of the school lunches. Uh, when Cartman is uh, being served and they, instead of, I believe it was supposed to be Sloppy, sloppy Joe, Joe Day, Day, it's it's fish. But, of course, the lunch lady, just to make us laugh, says, fish. And uh, he's I like... miss chef. Yeah. Oh, man, do I miss chef. Uh, and then it's like, but who would complain about healthy eating and sustainability? And then Cartman has, of course, the perfect <laughs> answer... The girls, the fucking girls. Steph is a girl. Did that? Uh, did that surprise you? That it was the girls who were creating all the trouble there in the school. It
2: wasn't just the girls, which they well, made to start clear. That,
1: well, eventually, yeah,
2: they made clear that. A lot of people want to be eating healthy. Uh, no, we're always ahead of the wave. We're, we're ahead of the curve. We're and, the new
0: generation. Yeah,
2: I I think it played out perfectly. Everything about Cartman's storyline this episode was so quintessentially Cartman at its at his strongest.
1: Yeah, I mean, just, and, you know, he gets so angry and he basically has a heart attack. And <laughs> no, both, that time, so both times that it happens... He comes to, me and says, fuck you, Wendy. <laughs> He's like just amazing. That like they you know, and it's the exact same joke the second time, and I laughed even harder. What like did you think about uh, that introduction of the idea before we move on to the impossible meets?
0: I mean, I'm torn because it's it's obviously a commentary on kind of. People trying to say what's better for everyone and trying to push their ideals on everyone, even though it's what they believe is better for everyone. But at the same time, what what Trey Parker and, and Matt are showing through Cartman is that even though it's better for everyone, people would rather wallow in their own unhealthfulness than have anything change because of somebody else's opinion. Like, they'd rather be obese and have heart attacks and things like that than have anything forced on them that they don't want to Yeah,
2: like, they to. use the excuse of not having people force their opinions on them as a way to okay some of their not-so-great behaviors. Well, and that's
1: the funny thing when Mr. Mackey and PC Principal <laughs> come to Cartman's defense, you know, and that this that's why they keep the bad school lunch food in there, is, like, We we don't you know think about how badly he can react you know we don't want anything bad to happen to Cartman we don't want anything unhealthy to happen to him so of course the the very blatant irony of that so that's why we're going to continue shoveling garbage onto a tray and giving it to him and of course uh, Cartman is, is is so he's well. He Just the idea that there's a group of people that are something that stands in his way. I mean, that's basically what Cartman is all about. That's why he, he got his own restroom. You know, I mean, if you think of all the examples of times where uh, Cartman doesn't even care that much about something. But maybe it's like, oh, wait, Kyle is in favor of this. Clearly, I oppose it. I mean, we've seen that even as recently as last season. So I thought uh, that it started off in a good place. And I don't want to jump ahead, but I just love... The whole arc that they gave Cartman on this issue, uh, and uh, Stephen, I was kind of wondering what you thought about where Cartman goes throughout the course, of the process, basically, of, of the, the the impossible meets.
0: Well, I think it's they did a, they did a pretty good job of of kind of having Cartman's storyline move forward alongside Randy's storyline with the cattle ranchers. Yeah, because it was it was kind of like. How are the average Americans taking this news of, you know, the FDA is doing certain things to be really corrupt. And obviously, politics are getting involved to be like, all right, well, we have to start making things healthier. And the FDA is fighting them. But meanwhile, the cattle ranchers having, you know, we've created an infrastructure where we're breeding all of these animals for a supply and demand of the current like infrastructure of America. So it's like, do you really... I don't know. It's, like, really hard to kind of put into words how you feel about it because I feel like I haven't, like, sat down and be like, where are the analogies? How have they created this metaphor for, for the current state of things? I don't I don't know. I feel like I've kind of lost my train of thought
1: no, thinking no, no, but about it, 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 well, all you, of the you're just things. just trying to figure out what exactly uh, it is, you know, that it's sometimes they're saying so, Trey and Matt are saying so many things at once. Right. It's hard to keep track Mm -hmm. of like, well, I think they're saying that about this. This is why it's such a great show because you know, season twenty three. You could definitely be phoning it in right now. You know, Do, I I don't even know if they actually still write NCIS. I think they just show up and they film a bunch of scenes and then they put it on the air. They don't care. People just tune in for anything. But I think the fact that Trey and Matt put so much time into this show and they're clearly smarter than me. I won't speak for either of you, but uh, that it's just like it, it's it's always so impressive. Let's take it back to Randy, who uh, is. Uh, we're talking about spirit animals, stuff. I think Randy's yours.
0: Uh,
1: and, and I I love that we sort of end up right back where we were at the beginning of, of last week's episode, to the extent that I thought I was watching last week's episode for a second, where he's sitting there at the table. Oh, and yeah. You know, they're screwed because they're not getting that sweet Chinese money. <laughs> and Shelly, of course, hates marijuana. I think that's her go to thing. And uh, the idea that, of course, tally. This has been a, this has been a great tally. Season, yeah, let's just get rid of our entire marketing budget, Sharon. Yeah. That's a great idea. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, it's like, well, maybe if you didn't throw yourself parades and uh, and take out full page ads. Yeah, exactly. And uh, you know, it's just the the way his whole family barely tolerates Randy, but yet he's still there. You know, I, I can't imagine what it would take for Randy to actually get kicked out. You know, I, I think Sharon. It's just like it's just not worth it to her, you Mm -hmm. know? Uh, But uh, what did you think about how Randy basically stumbled into this idea of... The, well, what's an impossible burger? Well, this really tastes like shit.
2: Plant-based.
1: Yeah.
2: Him and Cartman are the ultimate masterminds. They yeah. exploit every, every avenue that they possibly can, and this one was no different. As soon as he started repeating plant-based, I was like, oh, they're going after the terminology, which Stephen was talking about how everyone buys into regardless of how it's made or how good it is for you. So it made complete sense. And the way they wrap it up at the end with both sides of Cartman being really extreme and him being really extreme and yeah. not really caring what it, they don't even know what they're fighting for. They just want whatever they want, which for right. Randy, it was money.
1: Yeah, right. Exactly. It's just in general, people don't even know what they're fighting for. They just know that they're there to fight. Uh, Stephen, what did you think about Randy when he's giving the presentation to the whole town? There's two moments that stand up. <laughs> he talked about how uh, eating meat doesn't just hurt animals. It hurts people. And then also he just completely loses his train of thought because he's been eating integrity burgers and he he like answers a question that no one asked and he's wandering around on the stage. <laughs> it was it's just Randy in Randy form.
0: It's just yeah. it's 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 really awesome. It's it's straight up it's just brilliant, like I think that's what you mean when you say that the show's back to form,
1: yeah is because yeah, you they, know literally they had one off episode for me and 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 Stephen is inclined to agree, but yeah, then they're right back to it this week
0: well, then just like I think the ending was the big statement with Randy in terms of like they announced that like the, they showed the video of him just shooting all the cattle <laughs> yes of course and everyone's like up in arms and stuff it's like I mean, that's going on anyway. You're basically doing that by supporting the plant-based diet because, like, there's all these animals, like, what are they going to do with them? They're going to just kill them.
1: Yeah. So it's like, yeah, what yeah, do you this... think they're going to do? They're going to set the cows free. Right. And that's why it's so funny that the rancher, also completely underrated character in this episode. Part of the Goo Man like, Squad. Yeah, exactly. Part of the Goo Man Squad. It's just he brings the 300 cows over. And that's like, yeah, exactly. It's like, so what are we going to do? Like, you know, if you want to make, like, a generational change of, like, well, we'll we'll breed less animals and all that, it's like, that's that's one thing but they're alive now, you know. They're so it's like they're going to just hang out outside the slaughterhouse and not well, go. Well, they've no,
2: crea- I think you guys are kind of jumping ahead. I think kind that of. I think that if we have this much cattle, the point is I think they are making a little jet, a play to that, but I think realistically, if it's about lessening the demand, so we like cows just don't die because we don't kill them instantly. Like we just keep them alive until. The, you know, right. like we until, offer un, what the demand un, is Until needed. they can
1: be prepared for delicious veal, absolutely. Go on, <laughs> go on, go on.
2: <laughs> I'm just saying, I think that, that that wouldn't actually happen. We would, you would just slaughter the cows when people need them, but the demand would lower, so it would be at a lower rate. Thank you so much, Ryan. that, Appreciate that, the that actually
1: was Rosie the, that was <laughs> that was the smartest thing that Ryan has said uh, in all the shows that I, that he's produced. I mean, he usually says good things it's just that was smarter. I think it's just
0: it's different though because it's not a it's not a demand changing it's and that's that's the irony with Burger King. That's why it's great to show Burger King yeah. because it's not it's not phasing one out and lowering the demand for one while raising the demand for the other. It is creating a whole new industry. Where these goo men are coming, and the goo men are creating this industry, and it's just as bad as the other industry. So, like, that's what they're showing with the processing. It's just as bad for the environment. It's like, straight up, we we have the cattle industry, and we have now... It's
1: not just as bad for the environment. I mean,
0: it's fairly terrible, too, but, like... I think it's
2: it's comparatively bad for well, us. So I would yeah. say here's
1: the reason why it's worse for the environment because the infrastructure of the 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 beef, the meat industry, the cattle industry is, in is still there. So you're adding to it. Yeah. Yeah. If you're able to look at a time where you have transitioned to one or you've you know evened them out, then you can make that case. But we have right now. You're just sort of making it worse. You know, it's like. People, you know, driving around the first generation of Priuses, like, oh my god, think about how green I am, think about how much less gas I buy, but then you have like a toxic battery that goes and yeah. sits in a landfill, you know, so it's like, the, you really just saved saved yourself some money on gas, and I realize that's not the point of this episode, but it's a similar idea, mm-hmm. you know, so, uh, and I think that's just why it's so funny. I also, uh, since you mentioned Burger King again, just Randy sitting out there in the parking lot also selling burgers, <laughs> and so the guy funny. comes out, he's like... I have plant-based burgers, too! And, uh, of course, the goo man insisting on in calling him HW, I thought, uh, was very funny.
2: Steven uh, showed me the... the will there be blood. will be blood. Yeah.
1: I'm surprised, but Steven, were you surprised that there wasn't a, a drink-your-milkshake-up moment in this episode? I don't know if this Would is it, the last we've seen of the goo oh, man. That's what I'm
0: kind of... Yeah, I didn't cause like, think of that. I feel like we have to get the Burger King guy killed in the next episode. <laughs> like... If he's treating him like that, like it's a combination between H.W. and The Preacher,
1: like, I'd love to see that. Do I have to
2: watch the movie before next week? I'd I'd recommend it. It's it's a a good movie. movie. It's,
1: it's... I don't know. It's Paul Thomas Anderson, so it's a little bit longer than it needs to be, but it's it, not in the way where I mean, there's there's a point in Magnolia where I'll tell you the minute where you just turn it off and you'll be like, wow, that was a pretty good movie. I think I know what minute is when it starts raining <laughs> frogs. Uh, spoiler. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I, I, I don't know. I would hope that we see him again. Uh, but I actually hadn't thought about that uh, until you said it. So, well, do you
0: think there's going to be ramifications of like the video of Randy shooting all the cattle?
1: I would think so. And I mean, let let let's talk about that sequence, by the way, because I mean it was brutal. Not just you know, Towley's riding a cow and he shoots him in the head. Uh, Randy gets bored, so he takes a bat. And, you know, he's still got his gun, but he just beats the thing to death with a bat. And they take out 300. We know there were 300 cows there.
2: It's just no logic, all impulse. Yeah. Well,
1: wow. I mean, I think you just you just uh, you just summarize Randy Marsh uh, and myself, by the way. Uh, but all logic. All, no, 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 no logic. All no impulse. logic. All, all impulse. 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 Yeah. Impulse. Well, no, you were right. You were right the first impulse. time. She was right the first time. My it's bad. bad. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> but, but I, I don't know. As you're watching that, and I, I watched this episode without Steph. I, I texted you last night while I was watching it, and. That was the sequence where I said I can't wait for you to see this. So tell us about watching Randy and Towley slaughter 300 cows.
2: My god, what in the world? That's what I love and hate about Randy. It's these decisions <laughs> where I'm like, how how did we get here? How did we get here? And I'm surprised Towley who's been the voice of reason this season actually Suggested, yeah. kind of implanted this idea, but I thought it was classic, Randy. To be fair,
1: uh, tally is always high. So, yeah, you know, all you, blood and gore. Yeah, I mean, I feel like people don't really realize
0: how large the industries are. Yeah. I think you're probably right. Like, yeah. I don't think people
1: realize that three hundred cows, three hundred cows, are not a lot. Um, oh no! I mean, look—if like you've m- driven from Los Angeles to San Francisco, mm. there's that one stop where like you're ten miles away and you smell the cow Stinky. shit. There's so many cows out the window. I mean, that, I don't know—is that three thousand? I don't even know how many are there. It, it, you know, three hundred. I, I mean, it wouldn't—it wouldn't look like a lot if you did. If you took like a like a a photo from a drone over three hundred cows, it, it's it's nothing. Well, I, I
0: wonder say. if there's like a bigger if there's a bigger statement being made in this scene too, because I don't know if there's. You know, some of these goo man plants are owned by the same people who do the cattle. Where, yeah. You know, people don't realize that businessmen in the meat industry do not see animals as living things. And I don't think people realize that. Yeah. honest
1: like if you're in that industry, you almost can't. Yeah, animals of what you do. Animals yeah. in this industry
0: are product. They are they're the same as like a light bulb on a shelf. Yeah. And if you suddenly need to clear out, let's say 5,000 acres of land to start growing plant-based goo, you're not going to be like, all right, let's move these light bulbs to another place. Let's say, okay, well, we can afford this because it's going to get a rise in profits. Let's just kill it all. They're yeah. they're they're 86ing property. They're 86ing uh, their, their livestock they don't need anymore by killing them. I mean, my dad works at the EPA and you would be amazed at the amount of animal waste of just like carcasses that don't go to sale or carcasses they don't use. Like my dad works with uh, these these huge processing plants out in North Carolina and out in, in, in Virginia. And they go out there and it's like 17,000 pig carcasses that are just that are just waste food. They're just waste carcasses that, you know, something was wrong with them or they died or it was like an outbreak of something that yeah. just didn't go to sale. Like 300 cows is nothing. Like the scale is much higher than anyone can even perceive. And that's why people have a very solid case for veganism and things like that because like the meat industry is gigantic but they're killing like they're legitimately killing ten, tens to hundreds of thousands of animals every single day Right, so and, clearing out a field and killing 10,000, 15,000 more
1: cows is not really a dent in their budget at all. Right, and I think the difference is that we actually saw it. And by the way, it was a cartoon, so it was easy to watch. Just imagine. Was it easy to
0: watch, Steph? Did you enjoy watching that? No, I did not like watching I, it. It was triggering. I would
1: have loved to have watched it <laughs> with you. And, and I would have paused it, and I, I would have been like, Steph, hang on. I got to go across the street to get a burger to eat while I watch this. Oh, my. You are nasty. What? I like what
0: I like. I, I like eat. I'm like.
2: The, so
1: I Oh, I, so you're was, so much better than us.
2: I was the Wendy of this episode. Fuck like, you, Wendy. Exactly. <laughs> I was just envisioning you two saying that. Well, you know, it's
1: kind of what I say every
0: week on the show yep. anyway. I mean, we're just going towards Snowpiercer. <laughs> it's just grinding up it's roaches and crickets into little black bars that we eat. <laughs>
1: that's you know, what the impossible
0: burgers are uh, I, thought, I don't eat them
1: uh, you don't eat the you don't eat
2: they're really good honestly they're so good it's probably because I haven't eaten meat in a while so I don't I'm not like craving a burger because what you were saying is probably true no one who eats meat would like them but I don't eat them because they're so bad and that's the irony of it
1: I yep. mean the irony is that like meat's not even that good anymore well like I mean, if the, you- the meat we're talking about that you know if we're talking about Burger King, or even you're talking about I I don't even if you're talking about like a like a chain restaurant. So if you get a burger at like I don't know Chili's, TGI Fridays, it's going to be a little bit nicer, a little bit nicer than like Burger King, but it's still not very good quality meat. You know if you're if you go to speaking of the drive up to San Francisco, if you stop at like Harris Ranch where. The, the the steak that you get probably had been mooing earlier that afternoon. You know it's 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 better. so fresh. And you're just like, oh my God, it's so different. But most people don't have the opportunity to get their food like that. And uh I know Steph, you're judging me, but No, uh, not at all. Okay. I
0: mean I think it's we've bred the taste the flavor out of meat honestly if you go I to think you're right. if yeah. you go to germany or you go to a european country and you have like a real steak that hasn't been loaded full of chemicals for the last 18 generations of its steakness yeah it's going to it's going to be flavorful it's going to have a completely different taste than you're used to and you're going to be like wow that was a steak you go to outback steakhouse here you're getting People are buying meat for the texture more than they're buying yeah. it for the flavor anyway, and that's why Impossible Burgers work is cuz yeah. nobody's even used to a good steak anymore. Right. Only people who live out on farms and can have it or who go to those ranch houses or the saddle yeah. like the the big places that literally slaughter their own cattle are you
1: getting meat that's not had its all of its flavor bred out of it. Uh so let's talk about uh Cartman when he uh it, it is when it's Taco Day. The, everyone has a big sigh of relief because he eats it and like he's crunching some very funny exaggerated long drawn out crunching and, uh, and personally I'm like oh he's going to lose it when he realizes that this isn't real meat and instead he's like hey you guys see that Joker movie? And it just made me laugh so long <laughs> and I'm like oh thank god and so there's that moment where he's like okay but then let's finally bring it back uh, to the the Cartman at the end of the episode who's like look i i just want to be able to eat garbage and this is garbage too i just don't want change yeah i just don't want change so this is also garbage you know and so it's like so yeah this is fine um what did you think about that message steph
2: I thought it was. I love when they do this, when you think they're going to go one way, which is, I thought Cartman would throw a temper tantrum and burn down the school. But instead, he wanted to almost profit off of it. And be, he understands it, he respects yeah. the business of it. But I also love the Taco Tuesday being another jab at LeBron James because oh, yeah. he does do Taco Tuesday every week. And he
1: even <laughs> wanted to copy. He wanted to yeah. trademark co- yeah, Taco Tuesday. Crazy. I didn't know that. That's
2: yeah, awesome. Yeah. So, lo- love Dick. Cartman was so awesome and horrible
1: this episode. And, and he says it uh, turns out that goo is also processed crap that comes in a box and that's all he really wants and Steven isn't that what it comes down to so we're close. Americans we just want processed crap that comes in a box. Yeah I mean
0: <laughs> I think it's more that people just have a people have a defense mechanism right now so much yeah. of people are trying to change me people are trying to change my diet against my will and i think that's what this was really representing is that like there's a lot of like people who they don't really care what they're eating as long as they have the right to choose it and it's not just like somebody's shoving health food crap down their throats
1: yeah i think that you know when you tell somebody it's like well, you know, this, I, I don't know, at this workplace is going to be all vegan on Fridays or whatever. You're like, no, but I don't want that. But if you had, like, every day there was the same menu but also the vegan menu, then maybe somebody be like, well, you know, people in the office are saying it's good. Let me try it. It's the idea that you're being forced to do something, and then that's where we, again, as Americans, are like, resist. No! how dare you? I mean, you know, look, this is a country that was built on... A few cents added to our breakfast beverage. And to steal a joke from my boss, Dennis Miller, it wasn't even coffee. This was about taxing tea. And I was like, how dare you? We want our tea for free. So it's like, yeah, that's just, it's in our blood. There will be blood. But it's just, that's what what we do. And we don't want to be told what to do. Maybe we'll find our way to, to making healthier and better choices. I think in a lot of ways that people have... You know, they—they they are everybody, no. But I think there are a lot of people that are a little bit more health conscious. That it's like, oh, yeah, you know what? I'm going to treat myself to this cheeseburger and fries and not have that, you know, three nights out of the week or whatever.
0: Well, people, people's lives right now are so full of stress and so full of, like, the fear of the unknown and this whole existential crisis I feel like everyone deals with every single day of their lives <laughs> that minor inconveniences are so blown out of proportion. It's like in LA, someone somebody got hit on the road and like was killed and they closed down the highway all four lanes of traffic for 12 hours. Yeah. And I was talking to my mom like, "Man, it's really upsetting that somebody's death caused everyone a minor inconvenience." <laughs> it's cuz it's like, you know, one per, like we should be willing to change and be, you know, flexible
1: for you know one person's like understand what's yeah, more yeah, important. But, I mean but, that that's a perfect metaphor for America. We are a nation of I can't believe that some motherfucker died on this road and exactly. now I have to sit in traffic for 20 extra minutes.
0: It's like if I'm on a plane and somebody on the plane's allergic to peanuts I'm like I don't get peanuts this is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Who like, wants let that a person place? die? Like I mean we all just feel entitled in certain ways because we we're born into this like amazing level of freedom. Got so we we've created this entitlement to like we you know you guys can be healthy if you want but I'm going to go ahead and be unhealthy because it's my right to be unhealthy. And that's kind of Cartman. It's like it's my right to be unhealthy. Oh, you're not making me healthy we're all just unhealthy together. Okay, cool. I'm good with that. If
1: you just want to be good for the environment, sure, whatever. Great. But I want to be unhealthy. Right, right. Just let me continue to be healthy. Well, speaking of freedoms and rights, uh, Steph, let's uh, transition over One to... One second before... Because
0: yeah. I know you're going to go to news and gossip, yeah. but I wanted to give a shout out to the title of the episode, which is oh, Let yeah. Them Eat Goo. And that's obviously a a uh, reference to Let Them Eat Cake. Correct. Which is the, the huge saying that's attributed to Marie, Marie Antoinette, Antoinette. yeah, And it's... It's referencing the princess's disregard for the peasants or her f- poor understanding of their situation.
1: Right, because what, what the problem was, was that there, there was no bread. And so this is what she said. She said, well, if there's no bread let them eat cake. Mm. So it's just like not understanding yeah, the idea. The, well, they that, want
0: healthy food. Well, there's no healthy food. Well, let them eat goo. Let them eat goo.
1: Mr.
2: Jami in the chat says chicken hey, Mr. burgers Jommy. are the best. So I think he would say let them eat chicken. But we do appreciate you being no, in I the chat. That. Yeah. And side note, you guys, thank you for tuning in to our South our Bar- South Park After Show every week. If you're listening on iTunes, please give us a five-star review and five-star rating. Leave us a review. If you're watching us on YouTube, give us that thumbs up and leave us a comment so we can keep the conversation going.
1: And uh, yeah, and uh, as uh, every week we always find, uh, no, this video does not have the episode in it. But thanks for <laughs> thanks for sticking around to Wait, the end Wait, what? Of- <laughs> yeah, can you believe it? Every week people are like, where's the episode? Wait, you- there's not a website you can go to every single week to
0: watch the newest episode of South Park called southparkstudios.com? What? Yeah. What? Blasphemy. Let's I do news all- and gossip. I think it's also
1: on Hulu. After
0: Buzz TV News.
2: So interesting, yes. speaking of Gina and all of its controversy, China, China. the saga continues with our dear DJ friend Zed. We he all know is Zed. a world-renowned DJ. You might have you might know him if you don't. Um, Check him out. He's pretty cool. But anyways, he liked a tweet from South Park, and it was one of the more innocent tweets, just announcing the 300th episode. Yeah. China got a hold of that, and now Zed has been blacklisted from... Um, he's on the no-fly list to China. So, word, word travels fast. Christian and I are definitely outlawed.
1: I would think so. Steven has continued to be very pro-China, so Steven is still welcome there. Uh, Sorry, I, I use an iPhone oh well we all yeah i use an iphone too so I, how could i be? how could i not be more china Z when zed china? found out if you
2: guys saw the tweet that was up he said i just got permanently banned from china because i liked a south
0: park tweet <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty iconic i hope they throw him in an episode
0: what's yeah. the, Is that like a pr job in china <laughs> it's like hey look for tweets okay anyone who
1: liked this tweet ban them and ban send them, them a, like what's that letter look like uh, yeah I mean how do you how do you know that you have been banned from China and did Zed have like an upcoming gig you know was he doing you know New Year's Eve in in Beijing you know I mean Here, I, I know how we can figure it out guys so you
0: can email us. Your social security number, and I will put it through my process to find out if you've been banned from China.
2: That's so thoughtful no, of you. I will but, do that, and if you include
0: your conveni- credit card number, yeah. I'll
1: even send you a plaque. I was going to say, for their convenience, they, they should certainly give you their, their exactly. credit card number. Uh, well, that does it for this week in South Park. We
0: have an iTunes review. We do. Oh, we do. I would love to hear Did
1: that. shout them out recently? or uh, Not this week. Not, not, uh, not in a while. Not huh? this
0: season, let's put it we that way. We have Skitty says, I actually really like this podcast. I like the actually. I well, because actually it's so
1: hard to believe because really Steph like is po- on it. Yeah. It's very, yeah.
0: Yeah. She's funny and smart, Christian. She's so funny hold and so your, smart. Hold your judgment. You're right, you're right. It makes a lot of good points, and I listen to it a lot. I would definitely recommend this to someone if they asked for a South Park podcast. Thank you. And what was that person's name? Ninskitty. Ninskitty. And then we have a Nimsy. A A, a, Mimsy. a less excited. Po- oh, that's oh. from last year, though. Oh, that's
1: all right. If they're not excited, I want not hear said, it. They
0: said we're hilarious, <laughs> but not because we're funny. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But see, here's the thing. That's true. We are hilarious, but it is not because we're funny.
0: This podcast is hilarious to listen to if you are a South Park fan. Watch the current episode and absorb all the beautiful, satirical, visual poetry from Matt, Trey, and their brilliant team. Then listen to a few narcissists try to relate all their idealistic thoughts to it. Meanwhile, they'll completely miss the fact that every South Park fan is laughing because Matt and Trey so brilliantly demonstrate why their idealism is so disgraceful week after week, year after
1: year. Yeah, but that's when Phil was still on the show, so <laughs> obviously that was really what and we problem. And Steph wasn't funny and... And smart no. back then, but now. So, Steph, some weeks she was funny or smart, but now she's both. Yeah, yes. And, we and have stuff in true form. Yeah. Exactly. Guys, do we want to do a taste test next week of the Impossible Burger? Yes. Yeah. I, I would do that for sure. And I'll use but it. But a, it has to be from Burger King. Because, do we have a yeah, Burger King? Yeah, yeah, there's one on Victory. Uh, not that I can. Victory! Not that I guess. And yeah. if we can find some, like,
0: CBD mustard or mayo or something. Oh, that's a great idea. And we can make a true Tegrity burger. Yeah. Whoa. No, you
1: would have a, a meatless Tegrity burger. Yes. Yeah. B- and, yes. A Tegrity yeah. burger. Whoa, well, that's meatless. true. You're yeah. actually yeah. right. Yeah. By de- by definition. Yes. This is a great idea. So, Stephen, does that mean you're going to be back next week? Possibly, you're like, well, it depends. Are there burgers? It I mean, people hate, people hate me on this show, so maybe. But apparently, people don't like any of us. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I, that's true. People spent the last two seasons asking where you've been, and now you're back and That's they're, true. They're probably going to say they're like, fairly upset. They're like, we're good, but if people do want to keep in touch with you, Stephen, where would they find you?
0: Uh, well, I'm not Joe Biden's son, so they won't find me on a board for Chinese, uh, <laughs> or in the Ukraine, or in the Ukraine, or in the Ukraine. Or in the Ukraine yeah. uh, <laughs> Um, you can find me every week doing the Mr. Robot show here.
2: I
1: didn't realize that.
0: Uh, Steph, where can people find you?
2: You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Steph Sabra And a friendly reminder that we are just two weeks away. Oh my from god! From jack, jack and, crack, and crack. crack Which
1: Week. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't even have the Jack. I've got plenty of Crack and yeah, yeah. I don't have the Jack yet. How are you
0: on a Chinese board now, right now, though? Though your band, how does that work? <laughs> We'll figure it out. you work (laughs) remotely?
1: Yes. Uh, Yes. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Christian DMZ. And check out the 250th episode of Marvel Movie News over on the Popcorn Talk Network. I wore a costume and I was very proud of myself. But you'll have to tune in to find out. But that's it for this week. We will see you next week. Until then, stay integrity.